Tuesday, 1st of August, 2023. And this continued for two years, so that all who dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. Acts 19, verse 10. In the previous verse, Paul had moved from the synagogue to the school of Tyrannus. Now being established there, it next says, and this continued for two years. Adding this to the time already spent in the synagogue, Paul worked well into his third year at Ephesus. Charles Ellicott believes that it may have been during this time that Paul also established the other churches in Asia, noted in Revelation 2 and 3. This is possible, or it could be that travellers to Ephesus heard the word there and went back to establish a church in their local area. Regardless, it should be noted that Paul continued to work with his own hands throughout the entire time. Acts 20.34 He never sponged off those he ministered to, but continued to support himself while also raising up new converts and discipling those who were converted. It is also believed that he may have visited other established churches during this period as well, such as Corinth. In 2 Corinthians 12, 14, he notes that his impending visit would be his third to them. If that is the same as the visit recorded in Acts 22, 3, which follows his time in Ephesus, then he may have taken a short visit during the two-year period to see them and build them up. As for his time now being recorded in Ephesus, Luke next notes, so that all who dwelt in Asia. The verb is a present participle. It more rightly is rendered, all those dwelling in Asia. The words of instruction from Paul actively went out beyond the school of Tyrannus. As for the words themselves, they are to be taken as a form of hyperbole. It is reasonable to think that not everyone in Ephesus, much less the province of Asia, was affected by Paul's ministry. Rather, it is a way of saying that his efforts were available to all in Asia. Such superlative statements are found in the Gospels, Acts and the Epistles. One example to demonstrate this would be, Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him and were baptised by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. Matthew 3, 4-6 And when all the people heard him, even the tax collectors justified God, having been baptised with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not having been baptised by him. Luke 7, 29 and 30. Thus the point of the superlative is to say that John's baptism was available to all. None were turned away who desired it. Likewise, Paul's ministry and his proclamation were, likewise, available to all. As Ephesus was a great hub of trade and commerce, it is not surprising that the word went out to other parts of Asia, or that Paul could personally go from there on short mission trips, or even send others who were trained in the word to do so. Noting that it included all of Asia and not just Ephesus, it also lends credence to the thought that the other churches in Asia were probably established by, or at least had an initial point that was affected by, 
Paul. As for what Paul proclaimed, that is explained by the words that these people heard the word of the Lord Jesus. This means the doctrine concerning the Lord Jesus, but specifically the gospel. As Paul proclaimed what he had been personally instructed by the Lord, Galatians 1.12, then the word of Paul is the word of the Lord Jesus, both about and from. With that understood, Luke next notes this word went out to both Jews and Greeks. Despite Paul removing himself from the synagogue, he did not remove the Jews from his evangelistic efforts. Being a tent maker, he would have remained in an area where other Jews plied their trades as well. Thus, even if not in the synagogue, his words would continue among his people as well as among the Greek population. Life Application It is not uncommon for a pastor, preacher or teacher to dogmatically claim that every, every in the Bible means exactly that, or that all, alls in the Bible must be taken literally. This is not a responsible way to consider what is being expressed. In fact, the opposite is quite often the case. One must be familiar with the entire context of such a claim before making it. Otherwise, a false idea will be instilled in the heads of those being instructed. Be aware of the use of such superlatives. As you read the Bible, maybe highlight them and keep them in mind. As you continue through the word, consider what you have highlighted. This will help you to properly consider the use of the words. It will also help you to expand your knowledge base in other areas. Doing a study in one area will inevitably lead you to draw conclusions in other areas as well. Keep expanding yourself through contemplating, meditating upon and analysing this precious word. You will be rewarded in heart and soul as you do, and you will be pleasing to the Lord who gave the word in the first place. Lord God, may we carefully consider your word, not coming to unfounded conclusions about it. Rather, help us to be responsible in how we analyse it. There is a lifetime of study ahead of us, so help us to be patient and methodical as we search out its wonders. Thank you, O oh God, for your precious and sacred word. Amen. For two years, because of his work, every Jew and Greek in Asia heard the word of the Lord. Acts 19 verse 10